When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Now a flag is going to be thrown. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Hey, I've got some wise words for that Cincinnati mayor. Know your role and shut your mouth. Your mayor said it all. No one picked us to win. This is something to dream about as a kid. The Rich Eisen Show. Now a flag is going to be thrown. Today's guests, two-time Super Bowl champion Eli Manning. Overreaction Monday. Two-time Super Bowl champion and Greenlight Podcast host, Chris Long. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, indeed it is. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show here on a Monday after Championship Sunday. It is on. We've got three hours of fun conversation for you and with you. The for you is Eli Manning, two-time Super Bowl champion in hour number two. And Chris Long, two-time Super Bowl champion in hour number three. And, of course, the For You is Overreaction Monday and all of our thoughts and and um, and concepts about what we just saw this past weekend. And uh, the With You is 844-204-RICH, number to dial. If you're watching on the Roku channel, guess what? It's free. Enjoy it. And we're thrilled to be on all Roku devices. Select Samsung Smart TVs. We're thrilled to be on Amazon Fire TV. We're thrilled to be on the Roku app. And then on the internet at the RokuChannel.com. If you're listening, guess what? It's free on Terrestrial Radio, Sirius XM, and Odyssey. We welcome anybody who's listening to us on our podcast, which is free. And you can please find it where all podcasts are acquired, thanks to the Cumulus Podcast Network, through our relationship with Westwood One Radio. And um, and please hit us with a subscribe button there, YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show, free. As well, much of this show will be placed there throughout the week, so you can check us out. And we're all thrilled if you subscribe there and be part of the now 515,000 subscribers and growing. Good to see you over there, Christopher Brockman. How are you, uh, sir? Rich, how's that? DJ, how's that oh, good. DJ Mikey D is in D's nuts. Back from uh, morning, wherever Rich. you were this weekend. Good to see you. And TJ Jefferson, light the candle. Good to see you here on this Monday, kind the candle's sir. lit. It's great to be seen. Rich. Excellent. Let's roll right into it. Super Bowl 57 is set. After all this time. After all these weeks and months, days, conversations. Look at us. Look at us. (laughs) It's the Eagles and the Chiefs. It's the Andy Reid Bowl. It's the Jason Kelsey Bowl. It's the MVP Bowl. It's the one seed versus one seed bowl. And it is coming two Sundays to a television set near you. Or if you're in Arizona, check it out. Super Bowl 57. Mahomes and Jalen Hurts. And we'll talk about it and chop it up and massage it and we're going to go to um, Phoenix. We will be in Arizona Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of Super Bowl week. We'll be nestled in our spot in the Super Bowl experience. It's going to be awesome. Now then, let me just say this. <laughs> now then. I'm just going to come straight through the front door. That's how you do. For those of you out there who think we in the national media, and certainly in the NFL media, gush too much about Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> This is yeah. going to be a long day for you. Yeah. Well, two long weeks. two weeks. <laughs> a long day for you. Yeah. Uh, a long days. two weeks for you. 
And, you know, just to, so you know, it's we, we do know it's not all peaches and cream. And we do know that. No, no, no. We understand it. He's not perfect. I get it. That his quarterback rating in Super Bowls is what we would say less than. Yeah. Okay. His quarterback ratings in Super Bowls, 64.2. That is substandard. Damn near half of his passer rating in every other playoff game in which he's played. He's won 10 of them. He's been in 13 playoff games. He's won 10 of them. them. His 10-3 and record. That's good. And we'll round up. We do the math for you. He's won 77% rounding up of his playoff games. The only quarterbacks with a better postseason winning percentage in the history of the National Football League is none other than Jim Plunkett and Bart Starr. Troy won 11 of his 15. Bradshaw won 14 of his 19. (laughs) <laughs> Brady's won 35 of his 48. That's insane. That's that's uh, not good enough. It's only 73%. What? Montana oh, won 16 of his 23. That's 70%. We're rounding up. Otherwise, Gronkowski would think his winning percentage is nice. <laughs> What's wrong with you? And of all of those guys I've mentioned, Starr, Plunkett, Bradshaw, Aikman, Brady, Montana, Mahomes is, as of this Sitting, the only one to not win two Super Bowls. All the other guys won two. Which is why you kind of have to sit here and wonder why Jim Pluckett's not in the Hall of Fame. But that's for another day. Right. Mm-hmm. That's for another day. This day is about what we saw yesterday. And we do have to share the stage if we're talking about yesterday with Joe Burrow, who is unbelievably unconscious at this position for somebody as still young and one would think green because in just your second year of starting, you shouldn't be able to just do what he's doing. And I will say this about Joe Burrow, mixing it in with the Mahomes love. Joe Burrow is so good. How good is he? Thank you. He's so good that his incomplete passes hit his receivers in the helmet. I mean. That pass was ridiculous. It hit Jamar Chase on top of his head. That's how good his incomplete passes are. His throw to T. Higgins to tie the game in the third quarter. Like what? To cap. What we were all feeling, and what everyone, yes, in Arrowhead was feeling, that it was happening again. The it being the Chiefs take a double-digit lead on the scoreboard, and then out of the blue, momentum changes. Out of the blue, momentum switches. And it switches... After Burrow throws an interception in the first half, the Chiefs turn it into nothing because the Bengals' D does something. And then the Bengals drive the length of the field, almost score a touchdown right before the half. They put a field goal on the board and go in only down seven, which is better than last year when they were down 11 at halftime. And they come out at halftime, get Mahomes three and out, and then they go down the field and score a touchdown with Burrow high-pointing one to T. Higgins 
before Higgins even turns around the balls in the air and he places it exactly where number 85 can go get it. And he does touchdown tie game. Mahomes gets the ball back. And this is the stuff that we're so fortunate to be living in these NFL times, watching two kids, yes, kids do what they're doing on the field in a huge championship game, whole country watching, trip to the Super Bowl on the line. Come on now. Mahomes travels down the field. At one point, as he's driving, rolls out to his left. If you notice, they were rolling him out to his right the entire game. Rolling out to his left means he's got to, at some point, stop, plant his feet, and throw. And if he's anywhere off balance, which is kind of near half the time with him, and it doesn't matter because he still makes incredible throws, that's why we gush about Mahomes, is he plants his foot, and sure enough, for the first time, mid-third quarter, tie game, we see him hopping up and down on that turned right ankle of his in a way where we're like, "Uh uh-oh, it's cold out. It's the second half. This is exactly when we thought in our soon-to-be Emmy Award winning Ankle Watch 2023 coverage of last week, which has now got two more weeks to go. We thought this is when they could be a problem. And Mahomes keeps it on the track, keeps it on the rails. And his throw, let me get this right, his throw right over the middle to put them up 20 to 13 to cap an 11 play 77 yard drive is a frozen rope (laughs) dart on third and 10 ridiculous from the Cincinnati 19 just when you think they might have to just settle for another field goal like they opened the game it is a frozen rope to Marquez Valdez Scantling who had a terrific game and they put the Chiefs up by a score again only to have it placed into significant danger by one of those OMG moments where he throws and it it just empty hands. He just whiffed. Mahomes did. I think the ball was frozen or something. I don't know and it what just slipped the out of his hand. Like, it was a weird play. But you give that to Joe Burrow, and um, you know that's going to be a problem. It sure was. Next six plays later, touchdown. Joe Burrow got it done. He got it done. He made a fourth and sixth throw from the Kansas City 41. I think Romo called it stones. He called it stones, and it was. Zach Taylor, let's call a timeout. You know, we're not going to punt it. We're gonna, this is the AFC Championship game. We have Joe Burrow, and we have Jamar Chase. Let him make a play. And he puts it into double coverage, and he throws it to where Jamar Crazy, Chase yeah. can catch it. Yeah. It's unreal. It is the stuff that we love because we're watching two generationally talented guys duel it out, duke it out again in the AFC Championship game. And it comes down to, as always, who has the ball last and who makes the mistakes last. And that was the Chiefs and who has the ball last and the mistakes is Cincinnati. Hey, listen, this kid Osai who is who is caught on camera crying his eyes out, because he shoved Mahomes out of bounds. It is such a tough game to play, man. you imagine? This guy's like 260 pounds. He's 22 years old. He sees Patrick Mahomes. He's played his ass off this kid mm-hmm. all game long. And Mahomes, he uh, shoves him when he's out of bounds. And um, 
when you do this to Patrick Mahomes, it's going to be flagged pretty much 100% of the time. And I, I say that fully aware that if that was maybe Brock Purdy, it wouldn't have been. We'll get to him, obviously, later on. But this is Patrick Mahomes. And of all things, of all things, anybody who thought the flag shouldn't be called, what can I tell you, man? You can't put yourself in that position. Unfortunately, the kid did. And he played his mind off. But for this game to come down to, of all things, Patrick Mahomes running for his life on that gimpy ankle is exactly what we're talking about, about how special Patrick Mahomes is. And I'm sorry to those who think we in the national media and the NFL media gush too much about him. This is what we are talking about. It's not just his physical attributes. It's about that heart that beats inside. It is on par. Talk to anybody who plays with him. Talk to anybody who knows him. Talk to anybody who knows anybody who plays with him. Talk to anybody who's in the know. What this guy has beating inside his chest is on par with Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant and Tiger Woods. Name any of the generationally over-the-top athletes that we have had the pleasure of sharing planet Earth with while they were on the court, on the course, on the field, name it. Brady, name it. Serena, Bro. Sue Bird, just keep the going. Current. Yes. Messi. Go down the list. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mahomes is in that pantheon. Roman Reigns. These people who cannot do anything but compete and take your soul and your heart. He just smiles at you. Steph Curry, another one of them. Yeah. Curry smiles at you when he does it. And so... That's what happened yesterday. It's just a five-yard scramble. I think if you want a next-gen stat, what was he so deep back? It could have been like 15 yards, it felt like. But it was just five yards to gain. The extra 15 put it on the tee. And uh, it's the day started with uh, Burrowhead and ended with Butkerhead. And Harrison Butker splits the uprights. No time left. And that was all she wrote for another classic American Football Conference Championship game. Another classic between these two. Burrow got Mahomes last year, and this time around, Mahomes got Burrow. It was close. It was going to come down to the little things and the little things on the last drive. And unfortunately for Cincinnati, Kansas City had the ball last. And the... uh, the shove in the back happened with Mahomes out of bounds. It did. And Patrick Mahomes, 326 and two scores. Come on. On that ankle. That's why we gush about him. Now, I do want to say this before we throw to a break, and we'll talk about the NFC Championship game. Cincinnati, let's talk. Let's talk. I know you are in pain. I get it. I've been there. I've been there a lot. I've been there for many times with my my Jets, okay? And I wish my Jets were in your position. I would love it if I could rest my head on the pillow after a difficult AFC Championship game loss that I had two of them, too. Jets were up on Peyton Manning, by the way, in an AFC Championship game by double digits, lost that game. 
The one against the Steelers. This is the Rex Ryan zenith of the Rex Ryan era. That wasn't that close. Hmm. Mahomes, I think we have established, this is his conference. And he's going to the Super Bowl again. He's played for the chance to go to the Super Bowl in the AFC five straight years. He's going to his third Super Bowl in a four-season span. Prior to his 30th birthday, there's only four others. Brady, Aikman, Elway, and Greasy did that. And so you've gone into Mahomes' house twice. You put the scare in him this year. You took his soul last year. All right? And your team, you can put your head on the pillow, and I say this knowing the guy sat in this chair two weeks ago, and he's a sweetheart of a guy, and he's excellent at what he does now, and Mark Sanchez. Not once on either one of those nights did I put my head in the pillow thinking that we got this thing for the next 10, 15 years. We're good. Because you do. You do. Joe Burrow, I've been using this phrase throughout this first segment. I'll say it again. He is a generationally brilliant player. When I say brilliant, I say that like throwing a manhole cover around. What this guy brings to the table is off the charts and I don't know if I've I don't even know if Brady was this good at this age. I I I, I you're shit you you're you're the Brady watcher more than anybody. Was he this good? No, absolutely three years absolutely in? not. <laughs> I mean he also didn't have, you know No, of course. Chase and Higgins and Joe Mixon back. He had there. Belichick and Zach Taylor is really a terrific defense. coach too. Oh yeah. And they are really good. They're buttoned up. How many times, and this this cost him yesterday also with a uh, um, a grounding penalty, but how many times does he see the place not not happening? He'll just dirt it. He'll just dirt it. He'll just throw it down on the ground. And he does that fast. And sometimes I'm sure Bengals fans might be like, what's he thinking? He knows. Trust him. He knows exactly. He also takes sacks instead of forcing the ball or trying to scramble or whatever. He is so yeah. good. He's so good. Again, He's letting the ball go before his receivers turn, and he's hitting them in the hands 30, 35 yards down the field in this one spot that no one else can get it. Hayden Hurst had one go through his hands in the end zone, and that was a tough catch, okay, to start the game for their best first scoring opportunity yesterday. He, again, his incompletions are so good, they hit his receivers in the helmet. Jamar Chase, I think, got screened by the Chiefs defender. Yeah. So the ball got through to him. Hit him in the, the, the crown of his helmet. <laughs> I mean, Burrow's placing the ball in perfect places with perfect speed. It's How many times does he, he not put touch on the ball when he needs to? Or he puts too much touch on the ball when he should dart it in there. Every time it's perfect. And this is only his second full year as a starter. It's now on, and I know Bengals fans might be concerned about this. It's on uh, ownership. It's on the front office because the window, unfortunately, this is the unfortunate part. Unfortunately, it appears that their window of doing this in Joe Burrow's first contract is over. You normally... Get paid after year three when you're this good in the NFL. It's the Chargers are going to find out with Herbert this offseason as well. So what happens 
with Joe Burrow now? When he's paid, what happens to this roster? Because you said, Chris, Brady wasn't this good when he was this age and this young, but he also didn't have, and you just named some very talented players around Burrow that was not around Brady. Well, in order for those players to also stay there a long time, Burrow needs to be, in a way, it seems like, maybe like Brady, giving the Bengals a hometown discount or something, or not at all. And, hey, Paycor hopefully is paying well because you got to pay Joe. And this is the Rubik's Cube they're now going to have to figure out that they didn't have to figure out from year one to year two and year two to year three. But from year to th- three to th- year four, maybe so. That's down the road. But Bengals fans, I mean, how many times in your career as a or your lifetime of being a, a fan have you ever had to tell your mayor to pipe down because you don't want to rile up the other team, which was unquestionably with the borough head talk and whatever the mayor put out on uh, on Twitter <laughs> talking about Mahomes needing to take a paternity test to see if he's Joe Burrow's son. I mean, come on now. That's bulletin board material. And the Chiefs, you had them too. You had them. You had them. So... All the Chiefs talk about, we defended our turf and we did this and we did that. Well, it was pretty close to not defending their turf because the Bengals are that good and all the braggadociousness and all the talking the talk, you got a team that can walk that walk, man. They are. They got young kids on defense, Osai included. You're good. And you're going to be good for a long time. So at least... Take solace in that as you're watching the replay of Joseph Asai giving a shove to Mahomes for a long time to come. Or the no calls. There was a lot of that. I mean, we can, we'll, we'll get to that. We've got three hours for that. <laughs> we got three hours for that. But you, in the end, you got to play better than the ref's ref. And you don't, you don't when Mahomes' ankle is the focus of everything. And I know refs are supposed to just be in a vacuum, but Mahomes is running. This game is on the line. Yeah. He's on the white. Maybe don't touch You him. shove him. <laughs> yeah. This flag's going to come out 100% of the time, just like it did in New England with Brady, just like it will do for years to come with, I believe, Hurts is this good. You do this to, to MVP quarterbacks? Well, also, it's going to be a flag. He was clear. I mean, his I know. foot was down. He was I believe out. so. It's, I believe so. You know, it is what it is. I'm with you. You're with us. Let's get to the NFC Championship game next. Also on this program, Overreaction Monday. Also on this program, chats with Eli Manning, Chris Long. That's two Super Bowls each for those conversations. Also, I have already tomorrow and the next few days, we'll start turning the page to the Super Bowl fully. But I have the one item that will be front and center for all the sports TV trolls talking about the Super Bowl and who's not going to win it because of this take i'm going to predict that take i've got it i know it i feel it in my bones i know this industry someone's going to take this cheese and it's going to happen because there's two weeks and people get bored brilliant 844-204-RICH number to dial right here on the rich eisen show oh yeah i noticed the different commercial yesterday too (laughs) i saw too that's coming up (laughs) 
Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. The Rich Eisen Show back here on our radio network. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. We got your phone calls at 844-204-RICH being the number to dial. Let's talk NFC Championship game. This is the only one word for it is bummer. I was ready to see what Brock Purdy was going to look like in this game. I just wanted to see what it was going to happen with him, good or bad. I just needed to see how he was going to handle this crucible and either take the 49ers further than any rookies ever t- taken a, a team to the Super Bowl. Four rookies have made it to the championship Sunday. All four of them lost. Not a single rookie's ever started in the Super Bowl, and this looked like we were had a real shot at it. And then the first two series occurred game starts and what a total complete unmitigated disaster of a first quarter and then ultimately four quarters for the san francisco 49ers a total complete unmitigated disaster the first quarter finishes up nick bosa did come back but he limped off the 49ers lost their possible defensive player of the year candidate their possible Offensive Rookie of the Year candidate and the Coach of the Year. I gave Shanahan Coach of the Year in my book, and I think he might damn near win it. I think you're right. He absolutely should have challenged the Devontae Smith fourth down one-handed grab to start the game. 
absolutely should have thrown a challenge flag or at least called timeout. Because if you call timeout and then decide to take a look at something and then throw the challenge flag, you can get your timeout back if you're right. You could basically say, I'm challenging. And if you want to even give him the benefit of the doubt, which I like to do, and say, well, how does he know? Because they had to show 15 replays before you saw that he didn't catch it. So how is he supposed to know to throw it? Well, two things. One, when the receiver hops up and screams at his team to quickly snap the ball, (laughs) that is... Sign number one through 100 on the challenge flag. <laughs> no indication. Oh, you're so <laughs> you're so confident because most receivers, if they make a play like that, will give some form of the are you not entertained or look to the down, crowd. Yeah. Okay. Not like hurry, hurry, hurry. Let's. Okay. So somebody should have noticed that and gotten in, 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 in his ears. Challenge it, challenge, challenge. Or just throw it. And then the other part is. What's a what's a first half timeout in the first quarter? What what honestly? Well, how how because you don't even have to throw the challenge flag. Just call the timeout and then toss it on the field after your guys upstairs have one extra look. And even if they didn't find it, you never know what comes out of that slot machine from replay. You pull the arm. Out comes nothing or a bunch of you hit the jackpot, which is your ball. Nothing, nothing. The other team just went for it with a low percentage play on fourth down. They're running the risk first. So you can match their risk by saying, all right, what's the first half timeout? Which, by the way, they had in their back pocket at the end of the half. They didn't need it. Wound up they didn't. They they had it to spare. By the end, what a what a tough way to start. Because who knows if Purdy would have been in that situation where he had Brandon Ayuk, by the way, on a touchdown. Kurt Warner was calling it on Westwood One. He said it. You look at the footage after the game. Purdy said he was looking as he said, B.A., Brandon Ayuk was open. But here comes Hassan Reddick. Now, when you are, <laughs> by the way, Yes. When you are a first-grade pass rusher and defensive lineman, you want to be called a game wrecker. Hassan Reddick, who got the fumble, okay, when Josh Johnson, who came into the game, fumbled it later on, he recovered that fumble. He was the reason why Josh Johnson was in the game because he hit Purdy and hit him in the arm and knocked Purdy out of the NFC Championship game and put Josh Johnson and his journeyman credits into it. And Sirianni decided to throw the challenge flag in the first quarter, and they got the ball back. Now the Niners' defense held and kept this a game that the Niners tied, actually, with Christian McCaffrey making a dynamite play. But that pretty much set the tone. McCaffrey could have put the Eagles, uh, the Niners up 7-0. The Eagles should not have scored on the opening drive, and Purdy might not have been in harm's way 
if the field position was different, unless you thought it just wasn't the Niners' day and the football gods were going to put Brock Purdy on the sideline. And as he was standing there, all I could think of, again, I just have to go back to my Jet fandom where I know trap doors open and you're not expecting it. Do you remember last year when you were, TJ, trolling me about Mike White being my starting quarterback? I mean, I, trolling, yes. I don't know that I'd say that that's what I was But doing. you remember, okay, yeah. you guys were positing that maybe Mike White was, was the future thought, quarterback Rich. when Zach Wilson was just a rookie yeah. and, and he couldn't answer the bell and Mike White played so well and then turned right around turned at a I was Thursday right. night football game in Indianapolis. Let's see how Mike White could follow it up. Well, he got hit in his elbow, following through, and exactly what happened to him is what I think happened to Brock Purdy. A UCL strain. He didn't feel anything from his elbow down to his fingertips, and it was painful for him, and he couldn't grip the football. Isn't that what happened to Josh Allen this year, too? And he... Uh, Josh Allen got hurt at the very end of the game, so he didn't have to gut it out and see what was going on. And he came back from it the next week, which makes it even tougher that maybe Purdy could have come back from this. We'll find out in MRI how significantly hurt he was. But, you know, he... You know who came in for Mike White in that Thursday night game? I'll answer it for you. His name was Josh Johnson. Same guy. (laughs) Same. Well, he's played for every team, so it makes sense. He has literally, though, played for half the league. And he, you know, led the touchdown drive, but then had a a snap go right off his helmet because he took his eyes off the ball and was looking downfield, which you can't blame him because there's Hassan Reddick, (laughs) there's Fletcher Cox, there's this Eagles defense, Dominic and Sue, who showed up in a jacket, looked like he had his... Shoulder pads on coming to the game. He's just a huge monster. And Howie Roseman added him. And this defense is lights freaking out. And they, by the way, absolutely dominated the line yesterday on both sides of the football. Both sides of the football. You have to give it up to the Eagles for dominating the trenches because Purdy got hit and Josh Johnson got knocked out for a reason. Because the line couldn't protect them because the front seven for the Eagles is that good. And on the back end, they can cover. Oh my gosh, all 11 with the front and the back end working together. They are terrific. As a matter of fact, the last team to give up seven or fewer points in two playoff games to make the Super Bowl were the 2000 Ravens. And that was a hell of a defense. The Eagles are playing great on both sides of the ball and road grading their way. And they didn't even throw. I mean, the the fourth down play to Devontae Smith was the big pass play. I mean, they didn't go up top all the time. They didn't take the top of the defense off. They just hit the Niners in the mouth. And what the Niners did was melt down. They melted down. They lost their composure. They lost their minds. I mean, Dre Greenlaw hit the ball. Did He, he did pull a Rocky, as, as Greg Olson called it, or as Burkhart, three times on the football. He hit the football. But, you know, if the whistle's blown and you're, you see some guy just, like, punching a fist like he's punching the meat hanging in, in the freezer like Rocky, like <laughs> the meat that go. Rocky punched, you know, I mean, the flag's going to come out. And it did. 
You know, Trent Williams lost his mind, too, got ejected. It was just a brutal day all around for the 49ers. And, you know, I, I, I know there's a lot of criticism of Shanahan and the play calling towards the end of the game. Uh, Why wasn't I, I don't, he trying, though? Well, here's not the trying. It's just when when Purdy couldn't throw it. Here, here's Brock Purdy, you know, coming in the game. A, a rare instance of the starting quarterback turning into the emergency quarterback. That never happens. Okay? And this is the third string guy that took him all this way. I mean, so he's in the game. This was Purdy after the game describing how he was feeling. You know, my arm just felt like it stretched out. Um, just felt like really a lot of just shocks all over from my elbow down to my wrist, front and back. Um, just pain, really, all over. I've been throwing after the hit occurred on the sideline just to see where I was at. Um, but even in those throws, it was it was painful. And so um, I couldn't throw anything probably over 10 yards, 5 yards. So um, that's why we just had some screens. That was really our only option when I, when I went back in. Brock, after the initial injury, you had a conversation with Kyle at that point on the sideline. What did you say to him at that point? Yeah, I told him right there, um, if we run a play, you know, I can't throw it deep. Like, I, just for this play at least, like, it's hurting really bad. And, you know, I just, if we're going to get a completion, have it be something short if that's all right. And so that's really what I was telling him. What a sweet kid. If that's all right, <laughs> Coach, you know, I mean, I can't throw it more than 10 yards if that's all right with you. So this is what he's well, being. Why is he out there? Well, the, he's out there because they have no one else. Yes, they do. They have Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, they have Debo. Run a Wildcat. Try to win the game. So let me just. It just seemed like they conceded. Do you know, and, and this is the whole thing, I'm sitting there too, how many plays do you think they have with McCaffrey throwing the ball? Like, hey, they can't run the offense. And the front seven knows it. I mean, a wildcat is going to take you home? It's I, at least kept, trying. But they kept on trying end arounds to kill. They tried end around to, to uh, uh, Debo. They tried, you know, McCaffrey doing it. They tried. It's and better I guess than it, having Brock Purdy hand off. Snap it to Debo and let him make something happen. It would give you the impression that you're trying to win the game rather than what the second half was. I just think that they, I mean, I can't imagine how many Wildcat snaps in practice they've had. I bet you damn near every snap in practice for the last two months has been getting Purdy up to speed, and that's why they're in the NFC Championship game. Totally I cannot that. imagine I totally how many that. plays that they are confident to run against. By the way, one of the best defenses we've seen in the playoffs in a long time in their building that's going nuts to say, let's now do this, or Purdy, let's run the plays we have practiced with you that we think can work. Honestly, I, I, I'm not going to sit here... You, I understand what you're saying, what you're saying, and what you're saying. I'm weird. sitting here thinking they they probably haven't practiced a damn thing that they're trying to run if they're sending McCaffrey out there as the quarterback. Like, it's, you well, can't you, run well, the Kyle offense. Kyle Juszczyk was the emergency fifth guy. I just don't. I mean, that was one of the weirdest, wildest scenarios. Yeah, you and can't I, game plan. And I just feel for the Niners that that's what happened. And the Eagles just took care of it. They took They took – Purdy out of the game. Hassan Reddick took him out of the game. They couldn't that, that line because we're that's all we're focused on is why didn't Purdy's offense? You know why did Purdy come back in and the offense looked the way that it did because the Eagles affected it. 
That's why. Purdy just didn't say, you know what, I don't feel like playing today. No. The Eagles took the day. They seized the day. So give it up to them. And then we'll talk about what the Niners do at quarterback uh, for uh, another day or another segment here on, on this show. Oh, another few, about another four, few months. About 40 minutes. Ah, overreaction Monday. So I'll save it. 40 minutes. I'll save it. Just save it. Yeah. Just save it. You know what I'm going to do next? What? Here's what I'm going to do. Go to the break? Okay. I'm gonna th- yes, that's oh, first. Gotcha. I mean, that's first and foremost. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to do. We come back. The first, if you will, shot fired of our coverage of Super Bowl 57. Pew, pew. I am going to predict to you. <laughs> the number one troll media narrative. It's coming. It might even happen today because some of these trolls in our sports world, they can't, they can't resist. They can't wait till they're bored. <laughs> so okay. we're going to kick it off then? I'm going to kick it off. I'm going to predict to you. And it might even be one of your overreaction statements. Oh, I haven't seen oh, them. I really hope so. I know so. you do. <laughs> I really hope Okay, so. here you go. Here you go. That's coming up next. I wouldn't miss this if I were Brilliant. you. Thank you, Einstein. Appreciate that. We'll come back with that and your calls and so much more. And Eli Manning coming up an hour or two as well. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, one happy family, Terrestrial, Sirius XM, and the Roku Channel. Family. Okay. Family. Listen, we try to make you smarter here on this program. We try to give you things to make you smarter. Where you go around your office, or you go to a dinner party, you go around and say, you know what? Such and such and such and such. And people are like, huh, this person really knows what they're talking about. And you don't, <laughs> do not have to give us credit. Don't have to give us credit. You don't have to say, I heard on the Rich Eisen Show. We'd appreciate it. But if you don't, just take it as yours and as a gift from us to you for consuming this program. And I say that we make you smarter because this is our default. And plus, we know it kind of offsets other portions of of the sports broadcasting television and radio community. It's a service we provide, not just to you, our consumer, but to the industry as a whole. Because we know out there, 
are a lot of trolls. They like trolling. They get bored, too. Oh, gosh, when they're coming to Super Bowl, it's so much time. So I, every year on this program, new to you at the Roku channel, trying to identify for you the cheese that will be put out there by some people in the media. Okay? Don't take it. Don't fall for this trap. Don't retweet it. Don't say, did you hear this? Did you hear that? Because I think it's garbage. And wouldn't it be amazing if this is one of the overreaction Monday subjects you have in the shoot? I really hope so. For hour two. So the Philadelphia Eagles, it involves them. They're in the Super Bowl, don't you know? Mm -hmm. It involves them. This Eagles offense is amazing. Okay? They are uh, number one. In 2022, with 39 rushing touchdowns now. Okay? Including playoffs. That's the most of any team in a single season in NFL history. So they can run it. That's what you need, right? You need to win by running it. Okay? Four rushing touchdowns on Sunday. Most in a playoff game in franchise history. Tied for the most in a conference championship game by any team all time. And this is the 49ers defense that they just did this to. Okay? There's that. Jalen Hurts. He just came up with his 15th rushing touchdown. That passed Cam Newton for most in a single season in NFL history. Cam Newton in his MVP season. He was great that year. Yes, he was. The defense, first team to allow seven or fewer points in back-to-back playoff games since the 2000 Ravens. Just seven yesterday and seven points to the Giants in the divisional round. And here you go. That's the windup. Here's the pitch. This is going to be the number one troll take of Super Bowl 57 and it is the following. Give it to me, Rich. Come on. Who have the Philadelphia Eagles played anyway? That's one of your overreaction Monday subjects? 30 minutes, people. Just wait 30 minutes. Who have they played anyway? That's so dumb. Who have they really played? Every team that was on their schedule? Take a look at their schedule for the season. At Detroit, oh, they kind of on that. But back in week one, were they? Minnesota, they killed him. Who was Minnesota by the end of the year anyway? One, twelve. Okay, Jacksonville, eight. back in week four, this is when they were just the baby Jaguars when they took care of them. That's a playoff team. Minnesota's a playoff team. Dallas is a playoff team. Oh, they, but they beat Dallas. Who did they beat when Dallas was a quarterback? Was it Dak? No, it wasn't. They lost to Dallas when Dak was the quarterback. Forget that they didn't have their starter. But uh, that's not part of this equation. They lost to the lowly Saints. Does it matter that they had their backup quarterback? No, it will not. They lost to Taylor Haneke. He got benched by Carson Wentz coming back in. He got benched when Carson Wentz came back in. Who do they look? They They barely beat Indianapolis. They barely beat Green Bay. And, and they ended in the playoffs. Name me a better. This will be it. Name me a, an easier run against the opposing quarterback than Daniel Jones and Brock Purdy slash Josh Johnson well, and whatever might, the hell they were doing in the fourth quarter. That's a legitimate quarter. point. Okay, <laughs> so name it. So they didn't even have it. Well, Mahomes. Mahomes. What is Mahomes doing? Mahomes. Mahomes took on, I counted it, seven playoff teams. Seven. And he took on the Jaguars when they were the Jaguars roaring with their spots. Okay, and then, I mean, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow ain't Brock Purdy slash Josh Johnson. You better say. Okay, that's coming. 
as if everything else the Eagles have shown that they can do and have done means nothing. That's going to be the troll take of Super Bowl 57. And I'm proud of you, Chris, that you made it part of your overreaction Monday coming because I could see the way you're acting over there. You don't know that. You don't know that. Okay. All right. And so it's coming. I know the troll media. Some might even do it today because they can't wait. They can't help themselves. Pace yourselves. Don't cramp up. Rich, Michigan had a harder non-conference schedule than the Eagles. Thank you very much. There you go. Keep it coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Also, Tom Brady beat Marcus Mariota and Blake Bortles to get to the Super Bowl. Okay. There you go. So that was pretty. What do you do once you get to the Super Bowl? He won it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, (laughs) you know, it's coming. Who have the Eagles really played anyway? Have they been tested? Maybe the least tested Team in Super Bowl history? This is great. This is great. Perhaps? Because take a look at their schedule. Forget the fact that two other teams in their division that they won made the playoffs. Honestly. But Daniel Jones, he stinks. Except ask the Vikings if he stinks. And why did he look so bad? It's because Daniel Jones just reverted being Daniel Jones. Not because of what they did on defense. And why did, why did they beat the Niners? Because Purdy was out and Josh Johnson looked terrible? Because they knocked Purdy out of the game. Don't take the cheese. But it's coming. Eli Manning coming up next. Man, Rich, I swear, it's like we share a brain. We've been doing this for so long together. Uh, so I'm yin and you're yang? Uh, I'm the comedy, you're the tragedy? Is that what you're saying? Uh, Cheech and Chong, maybe? Okay. Neither one of you resemble that remark. It's common. <laughs> Oh, it's coming in about 25 minutes. Oh, I just thought you meant you saw Topic Bar on one of the, oh, the competing oh, no, programs. No, no, no. I By the way, that is such really a pl- stupid argument. They, they, haven't, they haven't played anyone, though. Like, for real. like they sat there and decided who we're going to put on our schedule this year. Game, that is so stupid. And Rich, the fact that they also. lost the teams, they, they, they lost three games to two teams who were clearly not as good as them. So what does that tell you? Like, they were 11-0 and in one game. They are not going undefeated. And then they lost to a game they weren't trying in, the Saints game. And what was the other one? They the lost to the Cowboys that they almost won, by the way. They had their backup quarterback in that game. And, no. and they, they lost the Washington Commanders, and the Commanders looked great in that game. But division opponents can do that to you. And they're not going undefeated. Like they Please. Were, what, 10, please. 11, 0 at that point? Eagles haven't been tested. And you know, I, I, I'm loathe to say anything that. good about the Eagles. But come on, that's so stupid. Come on. Like hurts, hurts. Everybody's just like letting him do what he what he's been doing all year, <laughs> right? Yeah, they just let him do it. Should go ahead and run. Yeah, you know what? We're we're just not that good. We'll just lie down. What most rushing Get touchdowns in the history that. of the NFL by a quarterback? Oh god, so easy because Brock Purdy had to, you know, and and Josh Johnson in the game. It's because Hassan Reddick knocked him out of the game. But let's not. It's convenient to forget that. I told you it was gonna be a blowout. <laughs> 